listening to Buggy Talk, where some of your favorite authors, friends, and guests explore the simpler side of life. Here's your host, Amish fiction author, Tracy Fertikowski. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Buggy Talk. I'm your host, Tracy Fredikowski. Each week, I bring you the story behind the stories along with the storytellers. For this week's episode, we have Lenora Worth on board. Lenora is a USA Today and Publishers Weekly bestselling writer and a 2019 Rita finalist with 80 plus books and novellas published and millions in print. She enjoys adventures with her retired husband, Don, and loves to read, bake, and shop and a girl after my own heart because I love all of those things too. How are you today, Lenora? I'm good. It's, it's still warm here in Florida, but we're really good. So oh. we're okay. Oh, good. You must live like in the panhandle somewhere. I do. I live, uh, yes, in the panhandle about 10 miles from the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, what a beautiful place. My daughter goes there on vacation every year and it's her, her, at some point in her life, she wants to move there. So it's, it's a beautiful it's part nice. of the country. Yeah. I bet. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I know we have a few things to talk about today. The main thing is your newest release, Seeking Refuge, along with your part in the Amish Christmas Miracles collection. And I don't know about you, but I'm really excited about that collection to um, release. I am on, too. Yeah, I, I'm so excited. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. But before we dig into your projects, our listeners are really loving to find out just a little bit about their favorite author's writing career. So I'm going to ask you, a few questions about your journey, beginning okay. with you have written 80 plus books. So out of all of those books, which one do you think is your favorite? Well, I have a lot of favorites, but um, as far as my Amish books, my very first Amish book um, is my favorite. It's their Amish reunion. And it was the first of a, of what became a five part series. And, um, I just really, really, well, you know, as nominated for Rita, so of course it's going to be one of my favorite books. <laughs> yeah. But even without that, this book really came at a time when I needed to write something a little calmer, a little more simple. And so that's why it's one of my favorite books. And, you know, Amish fiction in general, you know, helps us escape our busy lives and, and, yes. and the storylines are just so refreshing. I don't know about you, but anytime I read an Amish fiction book, I sort of just relax yes. um, just with the storyline. <laughs> so tell us what the most surprising thing you've discovered while you're writing your books. Well, I've written Sweet Romance for close to 30 years. Uh, I write for Love Inspired and Love Inspired Suspense. And, um, I'd written a few just sweet, more secular type books, but um, I never dreamed I'd write Amish. So that was a surprise <laughs> when I decided to write an Amish book. I read a lot of Amish, um, but this character got inside my head and I just knew I had to write his story. So, Is, that, is he your favorite character then? He is one of my favorite characters, uh, Jeremiah Weaver. He he popped in my head. I was walking. I'd, I'd been trying to come up with some new proposals and nothing was sticking to the wall. So my husband said, let's go for a walk on the beach. So we did. And um, I'm walking along and I stopped and I told my husband, I said, just got an idea. And he's like, okay. And Jeremiah popped into my head. He was just walking on a country road and he looked really like he needed 
to just go home. So I told my husband, I know what I'm going to write. And I came home and told my editor and then I had a five book contract all of a sudden. <laughs> that, that's a God thing then, right? I think it was because the, 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 the thing when I got home, um, my Bible verse for that day was from the book of Jeremiah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's how this all came about. Oh, so getting your inspiration for a book, do you often take a walk to clear your head to get your inspiration? I or do. Yes, I found the walks on the beach have really helped me. And since we moved here, I grew up in Georgia on a farm. So I, I kind of lived my first few years like the Amish live. Very, uh, no, no indoor plumbing, no running water. I mean, it was very... <laughs> And then, of course, because I was the youngest of seven, uh, we advanced and, and we got a phone and we got a bathroom and things progressed. But I kind of remember the form things, what you have to do, the chores, the work, the discipline. So uh, when I walk on the beach, I always think about, you know, God and how he's helped me. And so that's my quiet time and my time to decide what I want to do next. What's the next challenge? And this was certainly a challenge. <laughs> it sounds like it. So was that very first book, your, your book that you most enjoyed writing, or was there another book that you enjoyed even more? I have enjoyed all the, well, all of my books I love. There's a few I'd like to throw back in the <laughs> pond, but. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but I really, I know, I think we all feel that way. I really enjoy these Amish books and even though I love Jeremiah and his story, the one that was really a challenge and the most fun was the one suspense I've done, um, Amish Christmas Hideaway. It was really challenging. It's set in the same, uh, same place and it, uh, a lot of the same characters come in and out of the book. But this was a different type book. It was two people who weren't, had left the Amish community, but they came back there and found each other and, and um, so it was, it was just, I really enjoyed the challenge of writing something very suspenseful, yet something very heartwarming and bringing two, two people who were kind of lost back together. That was very fulfilling for me. Go ahead and tell us the title of that book again, in case our um, readers missed or our listeners missed it. Okay, Jeremiah's book is the first book, Their Amish Reunion, and then Amish Christmas Hideaway is the first suspense. I have another suspense that will be out later, but Amish Christmas Hideaway. It's a Christmas book, and that is the one that I really enjoyed almost as much as Jeremiah because it had a really suspenseful plot, and I love the cover. So how about you tell us about your publishing journey when you published that very first book of yours? Well, that was in 1993. Oh, you've been at it a long time. A long time. I was in bed with the flu. It was March. And uh, I, I, was, I still worked on one of those um, word processor things. So I had to have some tape cartridges. And my husband was going to stop by the print shop that day and get me some, uh, you know, some equipment. Anyway, I got a call from um, Avalon. And I was so out of it. I thought it was a telemarketer because she had a New York accent and I was almost, I was going to hang up and she said, no, wait, we want to publish your book. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've died and gone to heaven. The flu has killed me. 
but you know somebody's publishing my book but anyway it was not a hallucination it was for real and so I you know told her yeah I was all excited but I went I, I couldn't even get out of bed so my husband comes home and he walks in and he goes did you sell a book today and I'm like yes how did you know and I guess I had called the printer lady that morning and told her he was coming by and I also told her she was the first person I told her, I said I finally sold a book and she, so she told him and he's like I just want to make sure you weren't you know hallucinating <laughs> yes and that was uh, that's how my career started <laughs> oh that sounds like a wonderful journey so that puts us right into seeking refuge can you tell us if the main character holds a special place in your heart and if so tell us why Yes, Josie does hold a special place in my heart. She, um, she is actually from the, um, she's actually was in the second book. There's, there are five books. Three of them are regular love inspires and two of them are suspense. So Josie's book is the third romance only, no suspense. But she shows up in um, the second book. You notice I'm trying to get all the, the titles in here. She shows up in their, um, her Amish child, which is the second book. She's the sister of the hero. And her story ties in with their story. So she was really special to me. She had been away. She had left Amish country and um, jumped the fence. And she had been away. And she just had a lot of personal problems and a big secret. She comes home. Her, her brother tracks her down and she comes home reluctantly to heal. So that's how her story gets started. And then the boy she left behind comes looking for her because he needs answers to why she left. So that's that story. And what was the main inspiration for that story? I think it, it, it started in the second book and I did not realize it was going to be her story until the story the second book started evolving and I knew what was going to happen in that book, but I didn't know she would get her own story. But I thought, gee, you know, this girl's been through so many things and it's things that could happen to young girls today is things that could happen out in the English world. So I think she needs a story. And so that's how that happened. And I have to admit, I really, I love the cover. I love the title. And I love these two characters. They're younger and um, they just really kind of grow up together. So that was, that was very fulfilling to write that. Isn't it amazing how sometimes when we sit down to write um, characters, write themselves. I mean, it, it, they just come to life in your head and you had no idea that, that their storyline would reach that point. Yes. It, it amazes me when that happens. I know. And that it, so many things in all these books surprised me and um, just happened. And I know, you know, it, I mean, you pray with every book, but I really wanted to do these right because, you know, I respect the Amish community so much and I respect the readers. And I knew that the readers would pick up on it if I wasn't being authentic. So a lot of praying when whole series. I bet it did. So where's the setting for that book? Uh, all of these books are set in uh, the town is fiction, Campton Creek, but I, I based it on Lancaster County, of course. That's a community that I'm the most familiar with. So do you go there quite often to do your research? 
I haven't been there, but I know a lot of people who live there. And uh, Marta Perry is a good friend of mine, and she lives there. And she was the first person before I even talked to anybody. I, I you know, talked to her, and I said, "What do you think?" I'm thinking about writing Amish. This is my idea. I want to set it in Lancaster County. She said, well, I think if anybody can do it, Lenora, you can. So I'm <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so that's how it came about. And I had Marty's blessing. So I felt good about that. <laughs> and she writes a, a good bit of um, Amish fiction. So she would she know. Does. She does. She's wonderful. She I mean, is. and we're good friends. We've known each other since the beginnings of Love Inspired. So I felt like she would guide me. And she did. She's been very helpful about details of things and, um, so that, that helped me a lot. As authors, we um, rely on our author friends a good bit. Um, Laura Bradford and I have become um, fast friends, and we often yes. bounce, bounce ideas off of one another. So um, I'm very thankful for our, my author friends. So oh, that, takes us, that takes us right into your contribution to the Amish Christmas Miracles Collection. And that yes. um, collection comes out on November 10th, and there are 14 of us, 14 Amish authors that have contributed to that um, Christmas collection, and I am so excited. I can't wait to read everyone's story. So tell us, what is your title? My title is The Christmas Prayer, Mm -hmm. and um, I, again, it's just one of those things that kind of comes into your head, and you're like, okay, that would work, because when, you know, when I was invited to to be a, a part of this, I thought, I have no ideas whatsoever. What am I going to do? And um, it worked out. It came to me. And um, it's, you know, I think it's a special little story. Uh, it's a, again, a lot of my stories turn out to be reunion stories. I think that's the theme that runs through a lot of my stories. And um, this one, you know, who doesn't love Christmas, especially Christmas in a beautiful countryside with snow and horses. And so it, um, I'm just thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Me too. Me too. So tell us what is the overall message of, of your story? Well, it's a message of forgiveness. It was um, someone who wanted to forgive a wrong that was done in the past. And it's also, as I said, a reunion story. And um, that what better time for forgiveness than Christmas? That was the whole, the thought running through my head when I I began writing this book. Oh, wonderful. So I'd love to hear your first page. Do you mind reading it to us? No, I just pulled it up because I had forgotten to do that earlier. (laughs) So it's it's the Christmas prayer. The cold snow surrounded him like a wet, heavy blanket, but Thomas Bauer welcomed the chill. It had been a long time since he trudged through this much snow. He had to admit he missed winter. He also missed the Green Mountain Township community where he'd grown up in Pennsylvania. But being back here would be difficult. He dreaded with all his heart going to the house on the hill. Thomas had left Lancaster County in a mad rush, his thoughts surrounded by a deep anger and what he felt had been an ultimate betrayal. The house stood a stark white in the moonlight, the plainness of the place contrasting with all the bright Christmas decorations he'd seen on the long bus ride from Florida. Thomas dug into his boots and found the lane leading up to his gross mammy's house, the old fence posts barely peeking out over the snowdrifts. 
Tugging his black wool coat close, he stopped at the bottom of the steps and let the memories wash over him. His mammy Esther had practically raised him after his dad got caught up in one of his dreams and moved the family to Sarasota, Florida, where a small Amish community seemed to be thriving. Thomas liked Florida well enough, but he'd come home during his rum springa while most kids his age headed to the coast for fun and sun during their spring breaks, he's headed north to see the friends he'd left behind. One friend in particular, he'd returned that summer five years ago to find her, Lizzie Haynes, the girl he'd planned to marry. Oh, you painted a beautiful picture. Absolutely Thank beautiful you. picture. I love when you can just envision every aspect of what's going on too. in the scene and you did a great job. Well, so t- so again, um, the Amish Christmas Miracles Collection is releasing on November 10th and you can pre-order it right now for 99 cents. So that is quite a bargain because I do believe the ladies um, have told us that it's going to go up to 9.99 after it releases because there are actually 14 stories from 14 authors. So it is a, uh, um, a very anticipated Christmas book to read. And we can't wait. Oh, we can't wait. <laughs> so tell us what's next for, for Lenora. Well, right now, somehow I always tell myself, okay, I'm just going to write one book, one book at a time, but somehow I wind up writing two or three books at a time. Nope. Right now, I'm working on a longer Amish story that uh, for Kensington. It's the first of a three-book series, and it's called the um, the Memory Quilt. And it's not it's actually not a reunion story for once, but it's a it's a longer, more more um, in-depth story, and a different kind of story for me. Um, it's set near Lake Erie. I created this whole community near Lake Erie. And again, an idea what you know came into my head, and it, it needed a big lake. So, <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm also working on some um, straight romance and um, some love-inspired stuff. So I'll be busy for the next year. Very busy. It sounds like it. And I have to tell you, if you have any specific questions about Lake Erie, I grew up spent. 20 of my first years, about 20 miles south of Lake Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay, well, so, I, might be, I might be emailing you a lot. That would, be, that would be perfect. So thank you so much for joining us. I do like to finish up on a fun note, and we're going to play a speed round. Have you ever played a speed round before? I have. Okay, well, I just have three really short questions. You just rattle off um, off the top of your head your answers. So to begin okay. with, are you a cake or ice cream girl? Oh, cake. If you could be a tree, what would you be and why? A magnolia because that smelled pretty. (laughs) Oh, that was perfect. And tell me, um, what was the very last thing you read besides your first page of um, A Christmas Prayer? What was the last thing you read? The last thing I read. Let's see. I'm always reading something. Um. I've read a couple of secular books that were really good, and um, but of course I can't remember the titles now. And I've read, I'm reading an Amish midwife book to help me with my Amish stories. And I think the last, if I were really truthful, the last, very last thing I read was, I was looking at a catalog, you know, I love shoes. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And the last question, what's for supper? 
You know, I don't know. Is today Friday? Yes. Today's Friday. <laughs> um, I don't know. I haven't even thought. My husband cooks a lot, so I can work. So I have to ask him that question. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Well, Lenora, I want to thank you so much for spending time with us this week. And I look forward to reading your latest release as well as your upcoming projects. And that wraps up this week's episode. Next week, we'll have Kathleen Fuller on, our, on as our guest to talk about her latest release. So we'll see you next week on the Buggy Talk Thanks. podcast.